Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God. Get me a drink now! Here are your hosts, Craig, Cam, and Paula, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information? Hey folks, and hey, how we doing? It's Craig here from Tiki Central Canada. I'll be your bartender, mixologist, and hopefully information for the hour. We'll see. How's it going? And in, uh, we're in the studio. Yay! We're so glad to be back to the studio. Paula's here. How are we doing, Paula? We are doing great. How awesome. are we doing? We're doing good. And of course, you've got your blue Hawaiian, so you're yes. all set. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And hey, Mark is here. How are uh, we doing, Mark? I am doing great, and I am here. Yeah, he's about two drinks in, so we're, we're all good. Mm. <laughs> it's not our fault that you're such a darn good, good bartender. bartender. <laughs> and like, the yeah, drinks start, are free. Start making drinks that suck, would you? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like Mark's like, no, I'm not going over there anymore. The drinks suck. Either that or start charging us. You know what the best part is? I make the drinks, and today he brings the glassware. <laughs> it's like, Craig, I really want drinks. I even brought glassware. Look. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to start bringing garnish. Yes, start bringing, yeah, no, we don't I'll, do garnish. I'll do that. Yeah. I'm growing mints. There you go. There I'll, we go. I'll bring him some mint. Okay, there you go. Here we go. We'll bring some mint, and away we go. Great. And how are we all doing, by the way, in the COVID situation? We're all getting cooped up and... Yes. Finally getting out. I mean, you know, some things are open, like home hardware stores are open. So I've been going to Home Depot like every second or third day. So nice. getting supplies. Fun, fun times. Well, because, yeah. you, you know, hey, why don't we paint this room? Why don't we fix the, the fence? Why don't we, it's like, okay, apparently we're doing all the projects <laughs> in yeah. a month span. You know what I mean? It's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Garden center for me. Yeah, yeah me exactly. too. Yeah. <laughs> go, go when it rains. There's no one there. Do you ever oh. notice that? You know what's funny? So you ever notice, like, I'm sure you guys have seen it in, in the stores and the grocery stores or whatever. There's arrows to go down the aisles. <laughs> and how many times you're going down the aisle correctly? You're like, okay, I got to follow the rules, like the pattern. Then someone's coming the other way. <laughs> it's like yeah. that's usually like, me, the like... one coming the other way, because I don't notice the arrows, and Justin goes ballistic with oh, me. He's well, like, it's oh, impossible. What's that from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, it's more of a guide. It's yeah, right. an actual rule. Yeah, an actual rule. <laughs> it's awful because he gets to... so mad at me. Because <laughs> I almost like feel like police, and I'm like, yeah, actually, by accident, I did this today at Giant Tiger. I went the wrong way. And they gave me, the girl gave me this look of death, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I am so sorry. I didn't see the arrows. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm completely oblivious. It's like the so- stop signs in the roads. Yeah. I don't see them as well as the normal well, people. I don't know what happens. That's not good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I always see them like last second when I have just enough time to break, you know? Okay. There you go. So yeah. let's yes. go on to the show. So what drink are we talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about the Mai Tai and a few other drinks. Okay, when you say a few other drinks, what does that mean? Why? Why? So we're going to explain why in a second here, but one of the reasons why we're doing the Mai Tai is because on June 30th, it's the National Mai Tai Day. And get this out, because I know you love your pineapple, 27th of June is National Pineapple Day. Me? Make oh, yeah, your I love it. with pineapple. <laughs> I there love we go. it. I love the fact that it doesn't kill me anymore. <laughs> it's, well, I guess we figured it out through the process. Yes. That's right. I try this pineapple drink. What? Yeah. What did it suck that I, you know, brought her in as a co-host yeah. and she gets yeah. killed off in the second yeah. episode? Yeah, it's like it's like great. Killed off for to, real. I'm allergic to pineapple. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> she did that. That's a sad thing. Yeah. Here you, we go. You passed. You yes. passed. Woo-hoo. 
you're officially tiki now. <laughs> so anyway, it was the reason why we're doing Mai Tai is because also not because of the national holiday, but also too because through tiki history, we've seen some questions about who makes the Mai Tai. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through some several recipes that are all tied together and kind of explain some facts about the Mai Tai. And will you tell us what's in this famous Mai Tai? Yeah. So let's go through the first recipe, which is the original Trader Vic recipe for the Mai Tai. Okay. So that means that Trader Vic was the creator of the Mai Tai? Uh, we'll get to that. But I mean, basically, for the most part, we could say yes. But we'll get into a little more facts along the way. Okay. Because this has been a question that everyone's been asking for you know decades and decades. Who made the Mai Tai? And there's always been stories from different directions. So we're going to get some facts. And then you yourself as a listener can decide on what you think is the true fact. So we're going to do the Trader Vic recipe. And so what this is going to be is one ounce of dark Jamaican rum. I actually used a Blackwell's Jamaican rum for this. So one ounce of amber Montanique rum. Uh, one ounce of lime juice. Half an ounce of orange carousel. So if you don't have carousel, like originally from carousel, you can always do triple sec or grand marnier. You can't use blue carousel? You can, yes, you could use... She loves her blue okay, carousel. Okay, remember... Um, yes. What? Isn't it the <laughs> okay, same taste? Well, we talked about the last drink where we used red grapefruit juice mm -hmm. instead of the white grapefruit juice, mm -hmm. and the drink looked red. And you yes. go, ew, if you use blue carousel, this drink will look ew... Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go brown, brownish. blue, and orange together. It'll look yeah. like mud. It's going to go brownish. Yeah, so no, it's going to be like blood. poo. Yeah. yeah. It's going to yeah. look like mud. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so no blue. Okay, but, but taste-wise. Taste-wise, it's yes. going to be it the same. It would work. Okay. Well, it should be the same. <laughs> okay, so worst case scenario, if you're not serving it to anyone and you're not be grossed out. By the way, i, I got to make a point here, Mark. It's, I think she's getting some sort of royalty for blue carousel somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Because every show, it's like, well, if you could use blue carousel, Craig, could you? Craig, like, here's, I'll explain to you why. And are you getting a shipment somewhere from I some wish, store? But here's the thing. That's the one freaking thing that I actually feel expert on now. The fact that it tastes like orange. <laughs> but looks and blue. that no matter what color you give it, they all taste the same. Yes. That's you true. know, so that's the only reason because well, I see you here maybe, orange carousel. Bing, 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 bing. Well, maybe Craig will tell us now why every bar actually has blue carousel. Is it why is it blue carousel? Yeah. Right. So the reason why, and we've explained in one of our episodes before, why. So when you make orange car sorry, carousel in general, it is clear. It actually comes out clear. Even though it's coming from an orange, it actually is clear. The reason why there's different colors, and yes, there are different colors because everyone thinks, well, this is blue carousel. No, there's actually an orange, a red, a green, and a clear. For basically for presentation. So if you're making a blue Hawaiian, you want the ocean look. You kind of want to look like you're looking at the ocean or the blue sky. And so therefore, that's why it's blue. If you make something, say, like a hurricane or something like that, then you want something more red or orange. So therefore, that's why we use that or color. Or a Mai Tai. Or Mai Tai. That's all I know. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm well, sorry. like we said before, like in Ontario, you can't get orange curacao here. You oh, really? The, you can get the blue. Right, but you can't get the regular orange. So people in Ontario are going to have to use either Contro uh, or Triple Sec, or but, okay. but don't use Grand Marnier; it's too sweet. Or if you prefer it a bit sweeter, <laughs> like I would, <laughs> maybe do that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it, it doesn't taste the same. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then don't go for Mark's. Yeah, word, go I for, just him. go for Triple Sec. That way you can use it in your margaritas. That's too. true. Exactly. There you go. 
Yeah, guys, always to... listen to Mark. He's the he's the voice of truth in the end of the day. <laughs> he knows his thing. Is this my show? Hello. <laughs> it's like what happened. It's like <laughs> sorry, Greg. Well, th- thanks for having us over, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this is the Mark show. Okay. No. Like, what joking? I mean is, like, in the end of the day, that the man, I know. you know, he's he's older. We have to respect that. Trust. Oh, oh, oh age. No. Sorry, I had to save it because oh. he was starting to feel depressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's I feel so much better now. Not like now. Yeah, he's needy. <laughs> now Mark feels depressed. No, I'm whiny. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, which, God. <laughs> you two are two soft. teenage girls, aren't you? What dwarf am I going to be next? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do all the personalities of the dwarfs. There you go. Okay, Craig. So, so let's go back to the recipe. Yes. So, yeah, we said a half ounce of orange carousel. A uh, quarter ounce of orge syrup, which is like an almond syrup. You can get that at any coffee shop. And then uh, the recipe does say quarter ounce of simple syrup. I don't put the simple syrup in the Mai Tais when I make it. Um, you can. Obviously, for Paula, you said you want more simple. You would put simple syrup in there because you'd want it sweeter. And I, I too, um, don't usually put in a lot of the simple syrup. I find there's enough sugar in the uh, either the... Uh, orge. Cor- yeah, the, uh, or the syrup or the uh, even the cur. Curacao, depending on which type you're using. Exactly, yeah. See, that's where, you know, they, they like it more Boise. Boozy. I like it more girls. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like she says Boise. It's it like, is Boise. Okay, yeah, yeah. Boozy, yeah. Boise. Sure, we'll just use a terminology from here yeah. on in. So you think that even one quarter ounce, is that a lot? Because I feel like no, that, that's that, what be, that, what, like one spoon? Yeah, about that. And it well, depends on the, how sweet the syrup is. Uh, yes, it's Like true. if you make your own, it's probably not going to be that sweet. So okay. Add more. Exactly. So, you, so you would add the, the simple syrup Okay. at that point. Yep. See? That's a good point actually, Mark, because depending on your OG, where you're getting it from, like I got mine from a coffee shop, so it actually does have a sugar base to it. So I'm not going to use anything more than a quarter ounce. But if you make your own, you might want to add more. Or if you're getting it from somewhere else, just, just kind of do your own, your own little tests on it. That's all. I would like to give it a go, sure. you know, no, see, yeah, yeah. see if it would be more. Because, guys, yes. we tried all three. We tried Craig all three. made them very beautifully. Um, he's a fantastic bartender. My Blue Hawaiian is the best ever that he still makes. <laughs> and she gets her, she's like, damn, it's right again. Yes. <laughs> it, he makes it perfect every time. So I tried this Mai Tai. It's nice, but it's a bit too tart for me, my right. personal taste. Right. Mark seemed to be loving it. Yeah, Craig so how'd you seemed think, to Mark? enjoy it too. Yeah. Oh, it's a mai tai, and it's the the well. I, we're doing the quote things. Air again. quotes. The, uh, original. Proper mi- yeah. Ingredients. Original. Yeah. So, did you use orange curacao? Or did you not have that either? Nope, I used orange curacao. Okay. You sure did. Mm. You kind of got like three or four bottles of that stuff. Mm. <laughs> yes. I see. Yeah, when we were at um, when we were at Trader Vic's, they don't actually use a shaker. They actually cheat there. They have their own specially shaped shakers that fit the the, the double old fashioned glasses. Right on so, top. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a bell shape on the top. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they fill every glass with the crushed ice. Oh wow. Add the ingredients and then they just essentially put the glass in the shaker, go back and forth a few times. To put it down. Yeah. Wow. They do Cause this. they cause they get orders of like sixteen Mai Tais, please. You're not yeah. shaking 16 tens. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so they, this guy was just amazing. He goes through it and it's just like, whoa, whoa, look at him go. Look at 16 Mai Tais. I can't drink that many. Yeah, because you, would, you would have like a hand problem, at a, like a wrist problem yeah. at a certain point if you're a bartender <laughs> yeah. doing that. Uh, yeah, but as he said, shaking. Imagine you get home and you can't stop. Yeah. And your wife's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh my God, I wish you could describe what's going on right now. <laughs> I just really do. 
But this is an, I, this I'm is not, not saying an, anything right this now. This is not an adult show, so you let it go. <laughs> what do you mean it's not? Of course it is. It's a booze show. I know, but it's you an want all kids a- to be hearing us? It's an all age show. <laughs> you can just go. We need a video. Oh oh, yeah, we need video for that yeah, one. Here yeah. we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you're smart, you know what I did. It's the same as every teenage draw- boy. We're not drawing any pictures. So. Ever. Okay? Not ever. A bartender making 16 Mai Tais per minute is the same as any teenage boy. Got it? <laughs> there you go. Okay, so... So how come there's no, like, fruit juices or grenadine or anything like that? Because I thought that, you know, tiki drinks usually have. Exactly. So when you see Mai Tais in different parts of uh, the world and things like this or different bars, you'll see sometimes it's red. Sometimes they're using orange juice or pineapple juice. And so what it is is that throughout the years, the secretive recipe, which we're talking about now, when it pop is that, that bartenders would make their own version of it. And so when I pop is that, I would have a Mai Tai at, say, at Trader Vic's, and then I go down the street to bar B or C and say to the bartender, I want the same thing. It kind of has these flavors, and he makes his own version of the Mai Tai, and then he calls it the Mai Tai. So that's why we see, like you said, you're so frustrated with, is why there's thousands of recipes for the same name. And that's what it is, is that bartenders are basically making their own version of that. I'm not a big fan of that. I know. You just hate when you're like, why don't you just change the name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the zombie, too. There's so many different zombies. Oh, God, my God. Like, when I do research on any of these drinks, it's like there's hundreds of recipes for all of them. Maybe it's, it's like cheeseburger. Yeah. It's, it's, a good, it's a good analogy there because everywhere you go, they have their own cheeseburger. Now, you know, maybe they put onions in the patty in one place and maybe somewhere else they put some other spice in there yeah. in the patties. But they all call it cheeseburger. Exactly. I guess that's that in the end of the day, even though I don't agree with the drink thing. <laughs> exactly. If you're going to vary something, and again, when I say vary, it's not like, oh, I don't have orange curacao, I'm going to use control. Yes. That's not varying enough. You but know? you're substituting it like an ingredient because you yeah. have supply and demand, right? Yeah. But it, or, or because it's just so similar. It's not right. going to you know influence the taste at all. Exactly. But... In the case where you're, you're, I don't know, like you're putting pistachio instead of almond or... Right, or using orange juice or pineapple juice instead of using Grenadine or whatever. That's a whole other drink. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like asking for a martini and you up with a Manhattan. Exactly. You know, and you go... No, it's a martini. I felt that the first time when I asked for a blue Hawaiian in what's it called? Maikai. Maikai, yeah. And it what if it's totally different than what Craig makes. I felt cheated, you know? <laughs> I I did. I've been robbed. <laughs> I felt like like darn, like that's that's cheating. That's not, you know, what yeah. I know for a blue don't, Hawaiian. Don't call it a blue Hawaiian if it's not a blue Hawaiian. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So it was a bit yeah. Oh, it's our version. Like, our version? My ass. Nah. It, it is or it isn't. S- stick to the rules. There you go. Stick to there the recipe. So, um, is this drink Mai Tai? Yes. Shaken or stirred or blended? So this one we're actually going to shake. So what you're going to do is you shake it very well with some ice in the shaker. Then you're going to strain it into a double old-fashioned glass with crushed ice. So if you notice, some of the original tiki drinks, a lot of it is crushed ice. I love the crushed ice process. And then you're going to do is you're going to uh, get a lime shell, like basically half a lime, sort of core it out. Put that on the drink for a garnish and add some mint. Now, if you look at the original Mai Tai picture, which I'll put on the website, it looks like it's exactly what he wanted to do. The lime looks like an island and the mint looks like a palm tree. That's cute. Yeah. That's really cute. 
I like I like these creative things. Well, that's what we're hoping happens yes, in the hashtag exactly. competition. There we go. We'll see how it goes. Okay, so yeah, you gave us the the mai you know, tai, mai tai so far. What yep. else? What else are you giving us? So let's go through another recipe, and I'll explain later why we're doing these different recipes. You're not going to give us three mai tais, are you? No, we're okay. not doing three mai tais. They actually do have different names, like you said, because they're different ingredients. Good. In there. Okay. There so we they go. were they were thinking. There we go. So the next one is going to be the Donna Beachcomber QB Cooler. And so the recipe for this one, this is a little more elaborate. It's got a lot more ingredients. It's going to be one ounce of golden Jamaican rum, uh, one ounce of light Puerto Rican rum, so you can use Picardi for that if you want to, a half ounce of Demero rum. I did use an El Dorado for that. Uh, one ounce of orange juice. So this is the only one of all the three recipes that actually has orange juice and pineapple juice in there. Half ounce of lime juice. There we go. Half ounce of honey mix, which is basically like simple syrup, but using honey instead of sugar. Interesting. Yeah. A quarter ounce of florum. Now, we have done recipes for florum on our website. We'll make sure you guys get that. If you're in the States, you can obviously buy it right off the shelf, of course. So that is a quarter ounce of florum. Then we're going to do two dashes of bitters. And then, so that's a little bit of a bite to it. And then a half teaspoon of ginger syrup. So that is the one where it's the same thing as simple syrup, but you're adding ginger to it. And there is a recipe. We'll make sure we get you guys a link to that. And then four ounces of crushed ice. You used all this these is things? A lot. Yeah, I used all these things to make this drink. Huh. So the QB cooler. Yes. Yes. Shaken or stirred? What we can do is you can put everything into a blender. So this one actually. Oh. Hey, blenders. We didn't blend it. I know. I know. You didn't? No, I didn't blend. I didn't blend it because Norma's doing her oh, yeah, that's conference right. calls, so I didn't blend anything. So no, sorry, I didn't blend this, but yeah. So you actually, you normally put everything into a blender, blend it for about five seconds, and then pour unstrained into a double old-fashioned glass and garnish with some mint. Okay. So you can see it's more of the trait of the the Donna Beachcomber one's got a lot more stuff to it. Yeah, yes. a lot. For sure. Then this is the trait of Rick one, which was a little more simplistic. And if anybody cares, this one out of the three drinks was my favorite. Oh, there we go. Yes. He, he, Craig did a, a sort of a... Was Taste it test. Trader Vic or Don the Beachcomber this that is... would put number two, number one, number three on the ah, stuff? Ah, that was Don the Beachcomber. So all of his bottles were labeled A, yeah. B, C, whatever. So yeah. he did that today. He did drink one, drink two, and drink three. Yes. And tell us, which one do you prefer? There we go. I like drink two better. That's the one you like the best, yes. Yes. Sure. They were all two booze forward for me. Nah, starting. First and foremost. And of course, Mark loved them all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bring it. <laughs> Mark seemed in Alice in Wonderland. He was happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was happy. <laughs> he big, was in big, his big, happy place. Big Cheshire cat grin on my face every yes. time. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like it. I usually go by his face, you know, because. That is so funny because it's usually true. we do the, pa- the Paula Pucker face, but. You're but cali- I don't think it's fair. No, say you. Because cali- I'm not a drinker. No, but the thing is, you're calibrating the drinks according to Mark's face. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because he's a connoisseur, right? Ooh. Oh, you mean like a heavy drinker? <laughs> I don't a, want people to a, think you're an alcoholic. That's just a fancy word for heavy drinker. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I was trying to go for you yeah, know. know. Hey, at least she didn't say alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. I it's like <laughs> I did in a second moment, but you know, not. <laughs> you know, he's he's the bartender that makes perfect drinks, and you're the connoisseur. So yeah, I usually after I taste it, I'm like, Ugh, and then I look at you, and you're like, oh, yay, yeah. and I'm like, okay, that must be good. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, this one's got the uh, the different layers of flavor and stuff like that. For sure. A typical Dawn-type drink. But it has yes. so much stuff, too. Yeah. The yeah. other one's so much simpler. Yeah. Yeah. This so what, one was, has, what was like, your take on the, the QB cooler? Well, it's really great. I like the uh, the grapefruit in there, and then the uh, and then the ginger syrup just uh, makes it really nice. And then the, the honey syrup gives it a sweetness that you don't normally get with uh, a lot of the other drinks. 
Yeah, I definitely like that. It has the layers of like the tartness and the, the sweetness, and then the florums in there, which is all your spices and stuff, and then you get a bit of bitters in there, which is a bit of a bite. Yeah. Well, no, this is the no uh, grapefruit in there. Uh, the when you went to the Maikai, your friend had the QC cooler. Oh, yeah. Ah. Right? Which is a take on this drink here. Oh. But they have even more liquor in it. Yeah. More booze. Yeah. yeah. It was very boozy. <laughs> exactly. But you see, they changed the name of it. Yes. I wonder if they changed the recipe a lot. No, they oh, added no. more liquor. Yes. That's what I mean. They added more liquor. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's something what you two were mentioning right now. I don't think that I feel all the layers that you two feel. Like actually, you know, are able to pull out of that. Yeah, when yeah, you try pick like, out every single little right. So, what was the last drink that we did here with the uh, Demerara rum? Okay, so the last drink we're doing. No, no, no. The on oh. the on the podcast was it the Cobra's Fang? Yes, it was the Cobra's Fang. Cobra's Fang. And uh, any rate, so I have a. I did not use the El Dorado for my Cobra's Fang or whatever. I used uh, Lemon Heart Demerara. Oh, okay. There so you go. That's why mine tasted different. Ah, okay. We were going over, we thought it was last time, but I looked back, and I, yes, I used... Ah, he did not use the Eldorado. Oh, there you go. There you go. So yes, your recipe was the same? You just changed the I had the a different rums. rum. A different rum. See, that's what I mean. So all these recipes, you could be like, depending on what rum you're using, you're going to get different output. But it's still the same Demerara. It's just not the same brand. Well, it's like, say, different whiskeys. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Cool. It's so, like drinking Pepsi, then drinking Coke. <gasps> exactly. There we go. And then you go to RC Cola. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, the no-name brand. Oh, my God. No, thanks. Can't do it. We have one more drink. Yes, that one. I want to know the third one because that was the one that I felt that Mark was most uh, attached to. He, was yeah. attached. <laughs> he, he got joyful with that one. Yeah, so what this one is is the Don the Beachcomber Mai Tai Swizzle. Okay, I, I can I can respect that. It's still Mai Tai, but it has swizzle in the end, so exactly. it means he changed something. And then he changed the name. Exactly. So this one is one and a half ounces of Myers Dark Rum. It'll be one ounce of Cuban rum. I actually use the Havana Club three-year for that one. A uh, half ounce of Cointreau. And if you don't have Cointreau, you can use Grand Marnier Triple Sec. Uh, will change a little bit. It is an orange liqueur, but depending on what you got, just go with whatever you got. Uh, one ounce of grapefruit juice. So this one is a little more on the tart side. Uh, three quarters of an ounce of fresh lime juice. So again, more tart. Quarter ounce of fluorum, so there's that fluorum again, the tiki special ingredient. Six drops or one eighth of a teaspoon of Perno. Uh, now, what I do mention is, we've mentioned this many times on the show, start off with one or two drops and work your way up. Don't just put the six drops in because you might find that the Perno is too much and get too licorice and then kind of overtake everything else in the drink. And then a dash of bitters. How many dash? How many drops did you use? I used three or four. So even me, I even tamed it down. I didn't uh, put the full six drops in there. Okay, so Mark, I think I'm I'm 100 convinced that you like your drinks bitter. Yeah, I like the more tart than uh, than sweet. Okay, citrusy. So I am the opposite yes. of you. Yeah. Okay. It's always good to have on a show. You yes. got the sweetness and the sour. There we go. Yeah. See, plus this one here has got a in lot of... In personality, we are the opposite. He's the sweet. I'm the sour. You know, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Oh. Uh, we're yin and yang everywhere. Yes. We go, yeah. Look at that. Here we I'll go. I'll start changing... Which one are you? Are you yin or are you yang? I don't care. Oh, okay. Should I know <laughs> I that? Care. Should I know? <laughs> no. Is it something I should know? No. What do you want to be? I'll be the other one. No, you can be first, so you can be uh, yin. Okay. And you'd be the Yang. Yeah. So were you going to say, Mark, you are going to mention something on the way? Yeah, yeah, this one, well, this one's got a lot of the Don thing again. It's got a lot of um, elements. ingredient elements the same as zombie. Exactly. With the grapefruit juice and the, the perno and the, and uh, the, the lots of rums. 
and uh, so I really liked it. You almost wonder, like Don did it on purpose because it is almost it's almost impossible or it's very difficult to reverse engineer it, right? Because he was a pioneer at the time, so yeah. he's like, okay, if I make it even more complicated and more things in there. No, you t- is you can be like, oh wow, it's very, it's got a lot of layers to it. But also, two of you are trying to duplicate it. It's pretty well impossible because you got so many different things and so many extremes going on that you just it's be hard to do. Oh, and another whining about the Ontario. We do not actually have Myers Dark Rum in Ontario. We uh, have this uh, Myers Punch. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, yeah, and so um, it'll work, but it's not quite as uh, dark as uh, Myers you get elsewhere. Exactly. Is there a similar one that is as dark? The uh, the dark Jamaican rums have their own little flavor to it uh. that you can't really get. Um, you used to be able to use um, Screech, because it, but now they get that from elsewhere as well. You can use the Myers Punch if you have to. If you can get Myers and, or Karuba, you should get them, but you can't get either one of those here. I have a question, though. Yep. Mm. If Myers goes out of business, what do you make it with? There's other dark Jamaican rums. That's what my question was. But we can't get them here. Ah, we can't get any of them. See, the one actually I used in this was actually a Blackwell dark Jamaican rum. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. So. Okay, so we didn't do it with Myers anyways. Yeah. Okay. So actually, this is a good point you want to bring up. So let's just give you guys a little bit of history on, um, because we do have Mai Tai glasses here that Mark brought up brought for him. And one of the things on the side of the glass has a recipe, but the recipe says 17-year-old... Uh, was it Jamaican rum? Yeah, Ray and Nephew. Right. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. So when he originally made the recipe, he had a whole stash of that. But then eventually that disappeared and gone. So then he had to go to something else. So even Trader Vic and Don the Beachcomber, some of the recipes have changed over time because of supply and demand. Right? Like, okay, I can't get 15-year-old Jamaican rum anymore. Now I'm going to have to try something else. So even with those guys, they had to switch out the rum sometimes because they weren't able to get the supplies that they want. Didn't you say at one point there where me and you were having a conversation earlier today, I think, was that my Kai actually have had this issue where they've run out of certain yes. rums. Yeah, they used to get use these certain rums all the time, and then they'd get like a, a manufacturer, they'd keep those rums, and essentially they were only making it just for the my Kai, and they'd get it like in half-gallon bottles at a time, and then they stopped making it. So now what are we going to do? <laughs> so now we have to find something else now. Yeah. yeah. So that's the way it is. Yeah, exactly. That's part of being tiki. And yeah. it's part of being Ontario, too. Yes, it's true. Exactly. It, it's, yeah. not, it's not a problem. It's it's a it's a quest. That's right. Because then what you got to do is you you got to figure out okay, well, what am I going to use instead, <laughs> right? That gives you kind of the same output. Not only that, but you can. There's all the other stuff that you have to make from scratch too, right? Like the flurnum and that's right. You know what? What? What else was it? There's well, a bunch we've, of. We've, we talked about making your own grenadine, uh, yeah. florum, uh, farinola, the orja, orja. There's a bunch of little things that you have to be creative here. Exactly. This is not tiki land. Let's put it that way. No, it is not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> it, it definitely will will take you to the limits of. This is a frozen wasteland. Oh, white grapefruit juice. Oh, there yeah. you go. See, you have to be an adventurer here to be tiki. I've learned actually in my adventure of, of being in, in tiki and, and, and studying it and making drinks is that, yeah, it is an adventure to try to find some of these ingredients. And when you, the thing is, it's hilarious is that as soon as you find a, a I call it a gold mine, yeah. like say the, the coffee shop, I was like, <gasps> it's almost like you're in heaven. Like, okay, look, I got passion fruit syrup. I've got orge. I've got cream of coconut. All of a sudden your whole you know, library opens up and you're like, oh, this is amazing. I got so many new drinks I could try. Okay, so Craig, so far we've had one shaken, one in the blender, blender? and yep. this one, what, stirred? So this, uh, yeah, so this one here, you're going to do the Mai Tai Swiss, you're going sh- to shake this. 
uh, with crushed ice and then pour the unstrained into a double-fashioned glass and garnish with mint. Almost, yeah, I think all actually of them, all three of them are mint. They're I all the going, same glass and all the same mint. I am so going to your house to get mint. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just to make all three of these drinks, I need mint. Holy no, holy. but Mark was <laughs> telling me that, that I can actually cut off a bit of my mints and put them in a water jar. Yes. And they will eventually grow roots. Yes. And you can, you can plant mass them. mass produce mint. So maybe, maybe you, you who become knows? a mint tycoon. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to, to bring a little pot for this one, you know, because I can't understand a bartender not have a little pot of mint. Are you going to have your own, like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, when they do, they do drugs, like your own cartel, you're going to have the mint cartel. Sure. And, you know, they'll have their own way of transportation. If I'm ever going to have and, a cartel uh, of something, it's going to be coconut milk. Well, no, <laughs> coconut. Like, Cream, cream of coconut. Cream. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's that I like. But like, I got uh, five kilos of mint back here. I for don't you. love mint that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have another question. Yes. Where did you get all these recipes from? So, of course, we uh, we talk about Jeff the Beach Bomberry. Yeah. And this is his book actually remixed that I got all three of them from. So it's great because all three of these ingredients recipes are in that book. Smuggler's Cove, I think, has two of the three. But if you want to, re- Remix is a better way to go. And, of course, we have a link on that on our cool links online to get that book. Awesome. So yes. you mentioned the recipes. How, so how are all these three drinks tied together then? Okay, so let's go through exactly why all three recipes are tied together. What that happens is that through time, all three of these recipes have been claimed to be the original Mai Tai. And so what it is is that Trader Vic claimed it in 1944. Don the Beachcomber claimed it in 1933. And another guy, because I always thought there's just the two of those guys that were claiming the, the, the Mai Tai, but it was another guy named Harry Owens in 1954 claimed that he made the Mai Tai as well. Harry Owens? Harry Owens, I know, like a nobody. I, yeah. I've never heard his name before before there was, I did his research. It was insane. So there's three guys that have claimed the Mai Tais. So let's go through the different explanations. So Owen, Harry Owen, let's go through his story. So Harry Owen's story actually doesn't really have any much credibility because, like I said, there's been different posts of Mai Tai prior to that. And one of the reasons why, for sure, is because Trader Vic actually brought his Mai Tai to the Royal Hawaiian one year earlier. So you know what we're going to do is scratch Harry Owen right off right off the bat. Yeah. Okay. So let's go through Trader Vic's story and his, and his explanation of why he thought he made the Mai Tai. So Trader Vic actually recounts one night in 1944, him and his bartender decided to create the finest drink in the world that they can make. And so what ended up happening is that they made his creation and they served it to two Tahitians that were visiting them. And all this time I've ever heard the story, I've never actually knew their names. And so through some research through uh, Jeff Beachbomberry book, I found deep in there, there was actually their names are East Ham and Carrie Guild from Tahiti. And so what it is is they drank the drink and they actually pronounced it Mai Tai, which in Tahitian means the best. We've heard that before. And so what ended up was that the Mai Tai became very popular and customers were demanding it everywhere they went. And so, of course, what we talked about just previously is that the problem was that I'd make the Mai Tai at Trader Vic's, I'd go somewhere else, and then they want me to make the Mai Tai. I kind of whip something together. And so what ended up was that through time, thousands of recipes of Mai Tai came into play. So the only reason, the only way they're linked is by the name, it's not by the recipes whatsoever. And so what ended up was that in 1972, Trader Vic actually published his bartender guide that actually reveals the recipe finally. He finally said, that's it. I'm going to reveal it. I think what it was is that the pressure of other people cloning his drink to the point where like, okay, that's it. I'm going to 
this released original recipe. So what ended up happening was that in 1970, though, two, day, two years prior, he actually filed a lawsuit against the Sunday Vac Corporation. Sunday Vac was into the drinks business. And so what ended up happening was that Sunday Vac actually got the license from Don Beachcomber to put his name on a label that they were using for a tropical drink premix. And it's Don Beachcomber's Mai Tai Mix. So, of course, Trader Vic lost his mind and said, that's it. I'm suing these guys. It's not the Don Beachcomber's. It's my product. And so he actually won out of uh, court a settlement for this whole court case. So let's go over Don Beachcomber's so far. Okay, so when it happens, Don Beachcomber is married to a girl named Phoebe. And Phoebe actually changed her name, too. <laughs> you know, like, Don changed his to Don Beachcomber, and she changed hers uh, from uh, Phoebe to Sunny Sund. So if you're ever looking up some research and you see the word Sunny Sund, that actually is Phoebe Beach. That's her. Yeah, well, Sunny t- turned up in our story about the Mai Tai. That's right. Everybody wanted to run away from Sunny. Run away from Sunny. Yeah, because you've actually talked about, we've talked about in some of your um, Tiki Bart's Mark Adventures that, that some people left the company because of her, right? They yeah. Were, they were not happy. That's the way she was managing things. Yes. Yeah. So when it happens that her and a co-author named Arnold Bittner actually brought up two key pieces of evidence to say that the Mai Tai was made by Don the Beachcomber. So the first one is in 1989, there was a letter written by a newspaper man named Jim Bishop. And he sends this to the Honolulu advertiser. And he, what it is is that he claims in 1970-71 that Don the Beachcomber and Jim Bishop himself and Trader Vic were sitting down at Trader Vic's bar in, in San Francisco. And that Trader Vic said something to the effect of, well, blankety-blank, Don, I wish you'd never came up with the blankety-blank thing. It's caused me a lot of arguing with people. The blankety-blank thing he's talking about is the Mai Tai. So it's kind of funny that he's talking about to Don, like, I wish you didn't make this drink. But also at the same time, in the exact same year, he's actually fighting a lawsuit to saying that he is the owner of the drink. So it's very interesting how that works. But the thing is that you've noticed when you go to a Don the Beachcomber uh, menu and you go all the way back, there's no name or mention of a Mai Tai until basically later on in the Kennedy era. And so what happened was that also the second argument that they made, saying that Don Beachcomber made the Mai Tai, was in October 2006, there was an issue of a Halua Spirit magazine, which is made in Hawaii. And in the magazine, they reprinted the 1941 Beachcomber's menu, which offered the Mai Tai. So it has a copywritten of 1941 on it. The problem is that this could be been made in the 61 to 41 because what ended up happening is that anything after 41 to 1970 in the Beachcomber menus actually had the copywritten stamp of 1941. So there's no credibility to that. And the other thing that's also too in this article that doesn't make any sense is that the Scorpion and the Fog Cutter were in the same menu published in this magazine, which are not Don the Beachcomber recipes or Trader Vic's. So it just seems like it's stupid that he's tr- they're trying to use that as credibility to say we made the drink, but we actually have Trader Vic recipes in the menu. So it doesn't make any sense. So what ended up happening was that the original, they're saying that the original Mai Tai was actually called the Mai Tai Swizzle in 1933. And it actually featured Myers Plantation Rum. So what it is is that the, the problem is that the Mai Tai, like I just mentioned, was not anywhere mentioned in the menu. So for Don the Beachcomber to claim to Trader Vic that he stole it doesn't make sense because if it's not in your menu, how could he steal something? It's not in the menu. It's not being featured. Yeah. Well, Don's excuse also, too, for not to be in the menu is because he said, well, it's not my favorite drink of all my creations, and therefore I created it, and I kind of just put it onto the shelf. So there's a, sort of that, that argument that Don said, no, no, I created it, but I didn't put it in any menu because I 
didn't think it was actually doable or popular enough to make it onto the menu. I, I find that a bit of a stretch. I think so. I think like I come up with this amazing drink, drink. and I'm not going to put it on the menu. And it's world famous, but you know, I'm not going to put it on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> no, and for that long sense. too, right? Yeah. Like it's not like he didn't put it on the menu for the first couple months. No. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, years. Also, to get famous, and it, well, no, I'm going to put it on the menu now. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. So what pop was that? How uh, did it get famous if it wasn't on the menu? That's you know. Even better. What came yeah. first, the egg or the chicken? So another part of this, of this whole story that we're talking about, who made the, the Mai Tai, there's a guy named Dick Santigo. He actually worked for Don the Beachcomber, and he carried around in his pocket all the recipes in a little book. And what ended up happening, if you look in that book, there's no mention of a Mai Tai or a Mai Tai swizzle. This is back in the 70s. And so what ended up happening was that there's a guy named Edward Brownie, who researched uh, Jeff the Beach Bomberry, bumped into and talked to. And what it is is that Edward explained that Trader Vic was not stealing the Mai Tai recipe from Don the Beachcomber. He was stealing the QB Cooler recipe from him. And they just changed the name from QB Cooler to Mai Tai. Oh, and made it super more simple. Exactly. So what ended up happening is if you go back to that recipe book we just talked about that was in that guy's pocket, there is a QB Cooler recipe in there, which obviously we did today. So, Mark, if you look at all those drinks, we did the Mai Tai, the QB Cooler, and the Mai Tai Swizzle. Which one is close to the original first one we tried? Well, it was the second one. The second one. So that'd be the QB cooler. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is, if you actually look at the recipes, you'll see that there really isn't that much similarity between the two of them. There's a lot of different rums in there, different ingredients in there, but you're almost getting the same output. Really? Yeah. The first two were pretty, pretty well, I mean, were booze people. They're pretty close. They were, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so... That is uh, one of the things that, oh, these are all the facts that we're talking about here. So when it pop is that you can either go with Trader Vic and say, yes, he made it because he made it in 1933 for some Tahiti people. And Tahiti, Mai Tai does mean the best. So there is that. And then, of course, you can also say for Trader Vic, well, hey, Don, it wasn't on your menu. So how can you say I stole it? But then you also have Don on his side saying, well, no, I made the QB cooler and that Trader Vic stole it and made it into the Mai Tai. So... Of all the stories we've mentioned here, Mark, what is your kind of your interpretation of what you've, I mean, you've also done this, read the stories as well. Yeah, I think that uh, Trader Vic was just putting stuff together from his bar and it came out really, really good. Yeah, and, exactly. And, I mean, like if you look at the two of them, it's rum, orange, and a spicy syrup, right? And a Mai Tai is rum, orange, and a spicy syrup. Exactly. Right. I mean, how many other recipes are have that combo? It's like music, right? Yeah. It's a it's the same notes, are just in different order. Exactly, yeah. Right, yeah. and so to come up with that those that rum with yours uh, and the um, orange just just worked perfect. Just a very simple simplistic drink compared to uh, Don's, which is who liked to add more stuff than he probably needed to and create these amazing uh, rum rhapsodies. That's that's a kind of a good a good point because if you look at Trader Vic's, there's only like three or four recipes. I mean, sorry, three or four items in there tops, right? And like, we'll say five with a simple syrup in there, right? Donna Beachcomber's QB Cooler's got like six or seven to eight ingredients in there. So it was more complex. And I've noticed like when we're doing a lot of these, these tiki drinks, Victor did go and kind of go simplistic. You know what I mean? But got sort of the same, same output. But then Don would actually would add more layers to it. It is, you know, you do see that through history of the tiki, the two different guys. It's like one was more complicated. He tried to make it more complicated. I think he might try to make it more complicated so people wouldn't clone it. It was really hard to clone or even try to reverse engineer it because there's so many different ingredients in there. It's kind of hard to do. Where Trader Vic, it's like there's pretty well like maybe four or five ingredients in there and that's it. So that's my take on that. That Yeah, I think Trader Vic did make the Mai Tai because it is. It's, it's a very simple drink. 
I mean, if you're mass producing this, it's very easy to do. QB uh, Cooler, I think because of the, the things like Pernod and things in there, it would be very complicated to make it so that it's consistent completely all the time. Yeah, like ingredient-wise, it's almost similar to a zombie. Yeah. There's a lot of things in there that are consistent with a zombie, and it would be, take a while to, to make as well. Yeah, exactly. So that is the stories, and you guys can figure out on your own which one you think is the more credibility. I, would, I want to know, what, what do you believe? Who do you think invented it? Oh, Trader Vic. How about you, Craig? I think Trader Vic, I think, like I said, because of the simplicity of it. And yet it had the almond syrup, too, as well. I think the, the OJ, for me, bought it, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I think I think Vic's the, is the winner. There we go. Ding, ding, ding. Did you know? I, I did, did not. not. All right. Since we're talking about Mai Tais, let's talk about some Mai Tais from around the world. So one of the ones that I saw in research is really cool is the Hawaiian Airlines actually has their own very signature Mai Tai that they've developed with a company called On The Rocks Premium Cocktails. And so what it is is that On The Rocks create three pre-bottled cocktails that are featuring very distinctive Hawaiian ingredients that can't be found in any other airline. So what it is, one of the things that are very, very distinctive about their Mai Tai is actually the sugarcane sweetener instead of refined sugar. Interesting. Okay. Yes. And also, too, the rum mix. So the rum blend that they have is this. British Virgin Island rum, pot still Jamaican rum, West Indies rum, and Barbados rum. All four of those to make the rum mix. And mm. Mark's like watering as he's <laughs> talking about it. And uh, Paul's going, oh, that's a lot of rum. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, which one's the light one? <laughs> it's like, this is me the easiest one of them all. Uh, toasted coconut is another thing that's very distinctive to this Mai Tai. And pineapple. See, it's a whole other drink. Now, it's not really a Mai Tai. Yeah, I guess they, they probably call it the, you know, yeah. their, their version of the Mai Tai. I can see it being the Hawaiian Airline Mai Tai. I think that's what they probably call it. I I'm can sure. I can I can go under that. You know, I can I, I can ha- rally behind that. Yeah. yeah. But just don't call it Mai Tai. Don't call yeah. it the Mai Tai, yeah. right? Don't call it Mai Tai. Yeah. Mai Tai is the name of one guy already. Exactly. Period. That's what we've gone through this entire episode about. So yeah. another, another cool thing, another cool fact is that in St. Lucia, which is one of the islands I've been to so far, uh, down in the Caribbean, every year in March, they actually have the Chairman's Reserve Rum Mai Tai Challenge. And what mm. it is is that bartenders from around the world will go there and compete to make their own version of their Mai Tai. So it means the glassware, the garnish, the rums they use, the different ingredients that they're going to use. And so the cocktails are actually evaluated on presentation, performance, originality, taste, balance, and the application of using, obviously, the chairman's reserve rum. Interesting. Yes. So Are you going to (laughs) compete? We'll do road trip. We represent Tiki Central Canada. Mark, I'm sure sure that he could come up with a different Mai Tai every week and we could judge him on all those things when he has the perfect one. We all go down to Santa Lucia. It might yeah. take 50 recipes later, but it's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I'll bring the yeah. glass. I can bring the glassware. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I can bring myself. You're bringing yeah. the garnish. No, no. He brings the glassware. You bring the garnish, and I drink the drinks. Okay, fine. The drinks. I'll bring the garnish yeah. and myself. Here you go. Yeah, we're going to have to get a whole bunch of devices, though, like dry ice makers and things. Oh, yeah. I'm sure these guys make some pretty exotic stuff. That's really like, like oh, we, the... we could probably just, you know, um, borrow or, or rent yeah. something. Didn't you talk about something about uh, you saw some more pistachio foam? <gasps> yeah, See? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, an orja foam at uh, one of the um, uh, bars in Honolulu yeah. for their Mai Tai. And uh, other places, instead of making the almond orja, they make a pistachio orja. Oh, oh, come on. You should try that. So going to make something with pistachio. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, you, tro- you should totally try that. Challenge accepted. But you could also <laughs> go really Hawaiian and do like a macadamia one. 
Ooh, there you go. Ah, she's like, no, I want the pistachio. Now you're crumbling my world. <laughs> Why? You can have, you can have two different drinks. That's true. Or two different levels. And of then, drinks. and then you can give him two times the amount of work. Yeah. <laughs> I know this also. You know what? I'm still going to drink it. It's yeah, not work for me. It's fun. I like playing with the stuff, so it's not even work it's, for me. I can, I can see him like being a little younger, and you know how you know there's those kids with those little science things. Yeah. He would do that with booze. <laughs> yeah. You remember, yeah, you remember like uh, this used to be what this the science um, fair, yeah. yeah, you know, and you'd have your cardboard, you know, and you'd have all your different facts on there, and then you like some guy would always make, oh, somebody always made a, a lava volcano, a volcano. Yeah, yeah, of course, always, oh, right. Obviously. I would actually have the science to the Mai Tai cocktail. <laughs> yep. All right, so I know I'm only twelve years old, sir, but I actually figured out the exact science of how to make a Mai Tai. Yeah, because Daddy has been asking me to make the perfect one for him for a while. Daddy's been telling me to make drinks for him all night long. Daddy has a still in the basement. That's right. Daddy has an alcoholic problem, and he wants to make sure that I take care of it. Jeez, it's all about alcohol. God. Boys. Here we go. And by the way, one small fact uh, in my research, the last note I want to put on here is that Trader Vic says that, this is on the Trader Vic site, because remember he said he made the Mai Tai. Yes. That we want to make set the record straight. The real Mai Tai Day is on August 30th, not June 30th. Uh, they even have a proclamation from the city of Oakland claiming the official day. So they actually have, you know, from the city saying, yes, yes. it is the Mai Tai Day. Yes. There we go. So, so why is, are we celebrating on June? <laughs> because on the calendar it says my time, June thirtieth. I don't know what calendar. Tiki. The Tiki calendar. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. I think that's fair enough. Still. I follow the Tiki calendar everywhere it goes. Yeah, there trader. Go. <laughs> Whatever. So I, I think it would be best to celebrate on both days. Yeah. Oh, they. There I you can go. see you do we that. Can drink yeah. my ties and. Why don't we just drink Mai Tais every day and just call it, and call it, uh, call it quits right there? And then, <laughs> so. you guys, if you're listening this before June 30th, use it for June 30th. If yeah. you're past, you can always use it for August 30th. Yeah. So it's still true. summer. Yeah. For all the listeners out there, too, there is, um, you can do any kind of combination with rums. You don't have to use two different rums. You can use one really good rum. Exactly. Right? So it's just two ounces of rums. Blend them together and see what you like best. Exactly. That kind of thing. I've actually made a Mai Tai with the uh, Bacardi 8 blend, which is just one rum. But it's got a really good mix to it. So I, I've used that before. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. Cool. So that is our show. So let's tell everybody who we are. We are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. Or .com. There we go. And on this page, you will see this episode and recipes to all three of the drinks, plus pictures of the drinks, so you know what they look like. And on there we have uh, Paula has her own section. It's Me. the picky pears, which is now dormant right now. Yes, and we'll, it's, uh, <laughs> we'll you know, continue for oh, a while. You can always do a show from your, your backyard. I mean, you've got a jungle back there with snakes. Oh, yeah, it's going to be know? so fun. I can only imagine people lining up to watch that. No pool, but, you know, you get some snakes. There you go. <laughs> See, he just shatters yeah. everything that I hold dear. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, also Mark has a page on there with all the Mark's adventures and all the sites places he's been to. The last one we did was Latitude 29, which is a Jeff to Beach Bombay site. So check that out for sure. We also do have a recipe page, an episode page with all the most recent episodes and recipes on there. And, of course, a subscribe page. A subscribe page is on there. <laughs> please subscribe. Yeah, please. The, the Mai Tai is kicking in. All right. Anyways, so there's a subscribe page on there. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, round two. Uh, so we're going to go off and make some more Mai Tais. Mm. And we'll talk to you guys later. Later. Uh, Aloha. Well, I don't know about you. But I got informed. 
Guys! Hey! Guys! Where's my drink? She's making me hungry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to discover how not to spend $89.60 <laughs> on sushi. Like, I shit you not. 